welcome to another episode of Power and Finesse. I'm joined by my co-host. Uh, this is Kevin. I'm joined by my co-host. What's up? It's Lloyd. Today we're going to be talking about the finale of uh, Winning Time, and uh, we're going to be talking about the last four episodes of uh, Atlanta. So um, we got uh, yeah four episodes of that. Uh, we're going to start with Winning Time. So um, yeah, the finale. Uh, we kind of lead off with uh, Kareem and the team in the finals. Um, game five, and um, yeah, Kareem has his injury. But uh, yeah, what would you think of um, the episode? Uh, oh, before before we get to that, uh, I just want to mention that uh, our other co-host Ian, he's just on a bit of a hi- hiatus, so uh, he'll be back with us in the future sometime. But uh, um, as far as uh, sorry, what was your question again? Um, yeah, just uh, what are your thoughts on uh, the episode? And um, I just kind of let off with um, how the episode started with uh, Kareem and the injury in uh, Game Five. Um, I thought uh, I actually thought I really liked this episode. Um, a couple things that stood out to me was Kareem. Um, I guess, uh, I guess the actor, uh, his name is, uh, Solomon Hughes. Um, I guess apparently it's like his first acting gig. And, uh, I think uh, he actually really held his own this season against like Agent Brody and Jason Siegel. Um, uh, I thought he was really good. Um, the scene with Spencer Haywood was really good too. Like, yes, yes. That that really stood out to me, and uh, as far as the whole episode goes, I I thought there was a lot more basketball in in this episode than the previous episodes. I think that really helped it as well. Uh, so yeah, I really really enjoyed it. Like I I, I knew what was gonna happen. I knew like uh, Kareem was gonna get injured and Magic was gonna win win the series for them. But uh, yeah, it was really good. What do you think? Um, yeah, I, I thought it was a really good episode. Um, they seemed to tie up uh, a decent amount of the stuff, and obviously we knew how it was going to end. Um, yeah, I, I liked the, how they spent more time with uh, the Spencer Haywood stuff. Um, they showed you a little bit more. Um, basically, he, um, him and some drunky friends had a hit out. <laughs> yeah. uh, they wanted to put a hit out on one of the players on the team. So um, yeah, I guess yeah. at one point they mentioned Magic's name, but it was never really definitive, right? It was just like yeah. they were going to go after someone on the team. So yeah, um, yeah um, it's interesting to see that and makes me wonder kind of how close it actually got to uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, happening. But um, yeah, that was interesting to see that and uh, them show that. Um, you also had... Um, the little interaction of uh, McKinney and uh, West Westhead um, just before uh, the big game, uh, especially with uh, Kareem being out, and basically, yeah. yeah, they they had the same thought process. Um, so it was kind of a not a full amends, but it was like a little, little peace offering kind of thing and a nice parting way for the, the two of the coaches. Yeah, and like he he like also had the plan to. Play magic at center, right? They both yeah, had that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. What else? You had um, genie's genie's arc, and it kind of, yeah, it didn't uh, didn't end the way she wanted. Um, getting that uh, that job, um, but uh, yeah, we we all know what she ends up doing now in the business and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate uh, that happened back then, but um, yeah, she's uh, getting to run the show now. So, yep, yep. Uh, another thing in this episode, uh, Larry Bird, he uh, he wins Rookie of the Year. Yes. Uh, so, Magic loses the vote, sixty-three to three. 
Yes. So I looked up their stats. I compared their stats, and they were pretty close. Like Bird had more points, Magic mm-hmm. had more assists, and like they're yeah, it was pretty close. But uh, uh, I'd say Magic like he had the better better season though. Uh, this is just me looking at the stats and like their, their records and stuff. So I don't mm. know. What do you think of that? Um, yeah, I didn't happen to look at the stats, but um, yeah, uh, I just um, I didn't expect it to be such a wide margin. Um, yeah, as they kind of stated in the show, um, I thought it would be a lot closer. Um, but um, I guess possibly. Um, maybe a little dramatization using it for the effect uh, in, in the in the game, um, where Riley uses it as a motivation point. But um, still, uh, um, yeah, I even if Birded won, I just if I saw the actual numbers, I would expect it to be a lot closer. That's all. Yeah, if, yeah. He, if he did win. Uh, so. Also, um, so Lakers win win the championship. Uh, Kareem is at home injured. He actually wins the MVP, but they end up yes. giving it to Magic. Is that something that really happened to you? That did that? Really um, I'm not sure, but um, they use uh, in the show they use Stern as the the person that uh, yeah. is kind of facilitating that move, right? So yeah, um, yeah. it ends up being Stern and uh, Magic that have a connection uh, first before you know Stern and uh, Jordan. So um, yeah, that was a little interesting to see too. Um, yeah, yeah, how how that went, um, but I. I could see um, now watching the NBA for a long time. I could see almost a situation like that happening where someone isn't around or they kind of change things last minute. Um, and I, I, I guess it's a little bit tougher now with the, the way the voting system is with the writers. But uh, I guess in the past, yeah, I could see something like that possibly happening. Yeah, I mean, like today they could like Skype in or whatever if they're not actually there. Yeah, but yeah, I guess it, it just made sense to give Magic uh, that uh, that that title and like he's the new face, right? They're, yeah, he's that's the new uh, Stern's vision of the yeah the new NBA, and I guess, right? His game and his stats also backed it up and warranted it within that game. It, it justified uh, Stern's uh, um, reasoning to make that decision in the game because it was also the final game. So yeah, yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on winning time? Um, nothing else, really. I just wonder if they're going to really continue with uh, this era Lakers um, and how much more they're going to show. Um, I know i kind of seen some rumors of a maybe Kobe Shaq um, type Lakers era show. So, um, yeah, I'm just um, wondering how much further they're going uh, to show of this era. Yeah, I think there's a lot of a lot of a lot more story to tell with the this Showtime Lakers era, so yeah. I think yeah, hopefully we'll get a season two or has it been confirmed already? I, I can't remember, but uh, yeah, and I, I like I, I want to see more of Kareem and uh, Magic. Um, so Magic goes on to win five or four more altogether, right? Yes. Do you know what happens in the next season? Do they do they go back to back next season? Um. Yeah, I want to say yes. I want to say yeah, they they do, but I don't remember who they. Oh. Um. No, actually, this is um the first one. Yeah, I think yeah, I think they go back. 
and they win a game, but I'm not sure who they face. Maybe um, I don't think it's Philly again, though. But yeah, I want to say that they do go back to back. Let's see. But Paul Westhead doesn't make it, right? No, that that was his only season. Um, And then I believe that's when they name Riley next. So, yeah, if they do another another show, it would be Riley at the helm. Um, And I can't remember who else. uh, I know a few players get added. The team fell off in the 1981 season as well. So Magic was injured most of the season, and they lost uh, to the Suns. So that could even be a a bridge point. Um, Yeah. Not a flashback, but yeah, just like kind of showing that a little bit. And then you you step a little bit further because um, I guess one player I'm really expecting to see show up um, if they continue is uh, Clay Thompson's dad, Micah Thompson. Yeah. Because he was on the team. So um, yeah, that's one kind of character I'm expecting to see in the future. And if not, um, see if they they go a little bit further and they well, um, Worthy isn't there yet either. So um, yeah, and like they need like like Kurt Rambis, like those guys. Yeah. So there's there's a lot there's a lot of story to tell. Um, hopefully we'll get a lot of it. Uh, hopefully, uh, like all the actual Lakers, who the the series is based on. Um, I don't know. Hope maybe they get behind it. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I, I hope they don't stop it or anything like that. Spencer Haywood, he's been doing the rounds, like media rounds too. I think he's loving the show. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, have to, yeah. I haven't I haven't seen uh, anything with him, but I'll have to take a look. Yeah. All right. Moving on to Atlanta season three. So I think the last episode we left on was episode six. So. Episode White seven, fashion. yeah. Yes. So episode seven is Trinity to the Bone. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. And right to my prediction. Um. Yeah. That's a Trinidad reference. So uh, lots of Trinidad references all throughout the episode, and yeah, uh, lots of different things. So um. Yeah. You get um. Uh, a family that uh, has a young child, basically, that's being taken care of by a uh, Trinidadian uh, nanny, and um. Yep. Yeah, the kid is delved right into um, Trinidad culture. culture. Like he, yeah, he yeah. loves uh, mango mango chutney on his breakfast. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. as yeah. soon as uh, they're like, "Oh yeah, we we ordered him." Uh, what is it like? What is Bened- that shit? Uh, this, eggs Benedict. Eggs Benedict. Or something? Or something? Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, ah, it's too bland. I was like, right there, yeah. I knew, oh, yeah. okay, I, I know where we're headed. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. said it was bland. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. And um, yep. yeah, so then um, they grabbed the mango chutney, and then the dad put a lot, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, the dad put a lot, and then as soon as he he decided that he wanted to taste it, I started cracking up even further because I knew yeah. it was going to be really hot too spicy. and yeah, too spicy. But it uh, it also reminded me of an instance where um, I was uh, I was uh, seeing someone and they had they had a uh, child and basically came to my parents' place and had uh, spicy food. And then when he yeah. went back to his uh, grandparents' place, uh, they would say he doesn't eat spicy food. And I was like, oh, no, he's perfectly fine. Like, he, he yeah, ate yeah, it all yeah. up. And uh, he that's hilarious. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but, um, Man, 
it's crazy too like uh i guess our cultures have similarities like a lot of a lot of like live in like nannies and stuff or like come from the philippines too so that's something like uh, that uh, we share culturally too like that it's a common thing uh, so mm-hmm. we could actually relate to this episode a lot too um so what, what did you think uh what, what else stood out in this episode for you um just well yeah um i knew the song um it was a song by uh, david rudder um can't remember what year but um yeah the besides the song just um i was just scanning through the episode uh, numerous times to just find anything um just listening to this uh steel pan music that they played uh, just yeah. before the kid entered yeah. the school um yeah. yeah the 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 dance number that they had uh during the funeral that um that's a yeah dance that um we kind of teach and uh show so it was like it's uh um accurate um yeah, there was they they tried to be as accurate as possible, and it seemed like they spent a, a lot of time uh, really picking the actors too. Because um, I was listening to the accent, and, and yeah, it seems to be very authentic from all the people that they they had within the episode and stuff. So, um, um yeah, the, there was also that one part. Um, it was a cameo by uh, Chet Hanks, uh, Tom Hanks' son. Uh, if you remember a few years ago. So again, like this season. I, th- I, I think it was written in 2019, right? And like the pandemic happened and pushed things back. Um, so right around that time, Chet Hanks was like blowing up on the internet because he did that stupid fake Jamaican accent. So I guess that's why they casted him here, which mm-hmm. which was perfect. He was. Do you, do you remember the guy with the? He was uh talking uh, um like a patois and all that stuff. The white dude. Oh yeah, uh, C- Curtis. <laughs> yeah, Curtis. Yeah, and like he he was also raised by uh, Sylvia, yeah. right? Yes. And you yeah. could just see the <laughs> horror in the the woman's the face, parents, like in the yeah, face. yeah. <laughs> as soon as soon as he started talking, um, I I started laughing because I knew what the situation was, right? And yeah. um, and watching the the son, the small son uh, Bastion um, in the church. Because, yeah, there's a lot of times when you're reading stories and it's all, like, lots of Bible stuff, right? So it was just like, um, yeah, I just knew that he was going to be saying, like, all the phrases, praise the Lord, yes, amen, like, (laughs) at all all the right times. So, um, yeah, yeah, for me, it was... it was pretty funny, and considering I had watched uh, the episodes just before we started, I I got a chance to rewatch that episode again. So I, I've watched yeah. it twice now uh, today, yeah. really. But um, yeah. Um. So there, I guess there's also. Um, did you notice the um, outside the funeral? The um, I guess when he was parking the the father was parking the car. Did you notice a poster on the wall? Oh, what was it? It was a uh, paper boy uh, coming home, um, like tour oh. or whatever. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I didn't catch so, that. That's good. Yeah. Good catch. Um, uh, what else happened? So, like, I guess at the end, like the person who was like knocking at the door, it ended up being like a package. Yes. Uh, Sylvia and the the boy, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, they I guess they took photos together, which was yeah, kind of sweet. Um, that that was also a reference at the beginning of the episode because uh, I remember the parents were talking about how they missed photo day. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, and so, also like in the yeah, I forgot to mention like uh, there was that part where the I guess one one of the daughters was like 
pissed because in order to give, I guess, provide for her family, Sylvia lived and worked with that white family, right? So yeah, the family there, like, they got all of her attention. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and it, it was, they kind of missed out more, on her, right? Yeah, it, um, it was Princess, the one sister. She was the one that felt the most neglected, but she she pointed it out uh, at the funeral that, um, you know, um, yeah, that she felt as though the mother neglected the family. Um, yeah. Again, that's 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 a common thing that we share, right? Mm-hmm. That happens. That happens, yeah. man. Like yeah. a lot of like immigrants come to, in our case, Canada, send money back, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. family doesn't see them, right? So same yeah. thing. Same and thing. yeah, and um, I'm sure that so that was obviously a stress of uh, Sylvia. Uh, Sylvia um, For sure yeah so but she could never express it or never did express it to her children yeah yeah so i I would say this was probably one of the better um i think they're calling them step out episodes or something like that i guess or anthology episodes i don't know not Mm -hmm. the main story but yeah it was it was really good um anything else on trinity bone no no uh episode eight new jazz yes this was kind of the last (laughs) episode with uh i guess majority of the main characters yes uh and this was uh so i i've been watching on uh fx now on the app and i just noticed this uh the descriptions of the episodes have you seen have you seen them Sometimes I kind of look at them on my uh, when I go to select my streams, but most times I am not going to watch the episode right away, so I don't want to get influenced by it. So yeah, I yeah, it. yeah. So the the description for this episode, which was I thought it was like weird. It was so Alan Darius walk around Amsterdam. I could make a way better TV show than this, written directed by Donald Glover. <laughs> like what? Okay, that was kind of weird. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, anyways, so we see Al, Darius, and, uh, Ern, Ern's in this too, like, in the beginning, right? Like, a little bit. So they're doing yes, things yes, that you do in Amsterdam, right? Yeah. So they eat that space cake or whatever it is. Yeah. And they go on a journey, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as so they, they meet, start, uh, as, as they start the journey, um, uh, Paperboy notices someone laying in the street covered in a blanket, yeah. um, which was kind of strange. But yeah, he's walking slowly. So, but yeah, they continue. Didn't Darius walking. say uh, something like "Don't turn into that guy" or something like that. Something he like that. Something. Yeah, he makes he, he makes a reference to that person yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, so at one point they get separated. Um, wasn't and wasn't Paperboy like running from like I guess fans or something? Yes, because they they and they're like throwing around babies or something like that. <laughs> yeah, they uh, after they couldn't find Paperboy, they they sub, they snatched a baby that was in a carriage in front of the mother, yeah. and then they were tossing yeah. the baby around. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I guess it, I guess it's revealed. Well, so okay, Paperboy meets uh, I forgot her name starts with an L something. Yes, I forget her name too. But yes, he meets Red, her. Orange, something yeah. like that. At, at the art gallery or whatever it is. 
and she's just saying things like crazy things to him like she doesn't like his hat your friend should have told you whatever whatever yeah Uh, random stuff but she's also reading reading him and everyone else and she mentioned she references that to, to him at one point yeah so it's things that he needs to hear turns out i guess it was subconsciously his mom speaking to him Yes. Something like that, right? Yeah, like, I thought that was—I thought that was a good twist. Um, what do you think about that? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought I thought it was uh, done well. It was kind of you're you're involved in it, but it was also a bit confusing still for a little bit. So, like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It it did its job well. Like he goes to that bar and like there's her. He meets like her two friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, did that really happen? Also, we have like crazy cameo here, Liam Neeson, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. And oh man, I gotta like give it up for to, to for Liam Neeson because he he committed to this role, right? And that story he told about wanting to kill like a black guy after his friend got raped—that's true. I've heard that okay. before. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, so, when like he to- when he told it, it was just like. Um... Yeah, because uh, I just recently watched it, so I didn't do anything else. But it, yeah, it just it was like hmm, interesting. But um, yeah, now to hear that it, it's actually kind of a true story, it's like wow. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like not not a lot of people would like put themselves in that position, like with like yeah, to like openly discuss it and uh, just yeah, like their past. Like yeah, do you do you remember hearing uh, Marky Mark? Uh, he like beat up a Chinese guy or something like that and he blinded him or something like that like and he tried to get it like yeah I, the... don't, I don't remember the details but I, yeah, I always remember that he does have something that he didn't want to be like talked about anymore. yeah he tried to yeah. yeah he tried to get it like uh, wiped clean or something like that yeah. but man Liam Neeson <laughs> what the fuck okay anyways that was that was pretty cool um, uh, do you think that really happened was that a real thing that or is that just like a a vision um oh the, the um the experience that paperboy had um yeah with liam neeson in particular um i think it's part of his dream then um could be yeah yeah, yeah. um and one of the uh questions that uh, the woman brought up to al was who owns your masters do you even know mm-hmm. right yeah and when the next day when al comes to he asks uh earn mm-hmm. and this was like i was like oh shit yeah i got worried i got worried when this yeah. uh when he actually when the urn showed up and the, they started that scene i was already worried because i was like he's gonna ask and i was like i hope it's the right answer so yeah because <laughs> uh up until this scene like this episode like or this whole season, it's been going pretty good for them, right? Yeah, there's Relatively. no issues whatsoever. So. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, this is going to ruin everything. And, mm-hmm. But he said that he does. So yeah. I, I thought that was a and really... That, and it also shows um, how much Ern has learned and stepped up in the, since yeah. the previous seasons, right? So, yeah, because yeah. negotiating a contract and you own your masters, especially that's for a mass- new artist, that's, that's like unheard of. Yeah, yeah, it's very it's yeah. massive. So, um, yeah, so that that was an awesome play by Aaron to make sure that he got that for 
and especially it's it's family too but in general you, the business person that's what you're aiming for for your client right so uh any other thoughts on you jazz uh no nothing else all right episode nine rich oh. wigga poor wigga <laughs> <laughs> now this was an interesting episode yeah this was very uh divisive or i i wouldn't say divisive but it was uh polarizing i would say yeah okay you want you want to go over the episode um basically you have uh oh wait wait, wait. Let, let me read the let me read the description from sure. fx black and white episode yawn emmy bait why do they hate black women so much written by don glover directed by don glover <laughs> okay <laughs> um yeah it's basically a mixed race kid that is in high school um he he's i've never had a discussion with uh people at school or like his friend circle but basically he represents as a white kid yeah um, he he identifies as white i guess yeah which is fine um whatever but yeah, yeah so that's the situation for him and um, basically, within this episode, um, there's a name change at this school, and um, it's now going to be named after a black influential person uh, within the neighborhood, someone that actually went yes. to this school. And yeah, um, yeah they, the person says that he's going to give uh, free tuition to all the black students. And so it becomes, this is where the theatrical part comes in a little bit, but it's, yeah, it's like yeah. auditions to show, show your blackness, basically. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah. So do you know who the guy was? Have you heard of, have you heard of him before? Um, His name is Kevin Samuels in real life. Like that's who they yeah, got. Yeah, isn't that the isn't that the guy that passed away recently? Yes. So he yeah. actually passed away a week before this episode aired. Uh, okay. He is he blew up on YouTube as like a I, I wouldn't say he's like a love guru. No, he's a, a, not really a rela- relationship kind of guy, but mm-hmm. he's known for like being super hard on women, like telling them if you're 34 and you're still single, you're you're leftovers. No one's gonna want you anymore. <laughs> like shit, like that, right? Mm-hmm. But like, like I've seen, people... I've seen, like I haven't followed him. I know some people that yeah. happen to check out some of his stuff, but um, yeah, it ends up being kind of a periphery from other podcasts. I've heard his name or yeah, situation yeah. situations that he's been in and stuff. So um, yeah, I kind of yeah, I don't. A lot of people think he's speaking the truth even though what he's saying is harsh. So, like, I get it. I get it. So, again, this is what, kind of one of the things that uh, makes me think this was written in 2019 because it's like, you know what? Actually, no, I don't know if it makes sense because he actually really blew up during the pandemic because... Uh, oh, okay. But I, I don't know. But, yeah, he was very mm-hmm. divisive figure or, again, a uh, polarizing figure, I, w- I should say. He was, like, in a... F- future video recently like he was showing up everywhere um yeah but i did think yeah he was actually pretty funny in this episode like the whole premise of giving uh uh, covering tuitions for only the black people i thought that was super funny Mm -hmm. and then uh, the main guy he's like white 
<laughs> until yeah. it doesn't serve him anymore, right? Yeah, basically, and he's like trying to uh, sneak away from his uh, friend group, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I gotta go talk to the counselor." And then when he first walks into like the area where like the auditions are and all that stuff, like there's like a bunch of kids that are like just look staring at him like hey we've never seen you over here like before and yeah. so like yeah he's already he just jumped out of like uh, one troubled waters into another because he's like trying to navigate it all to just get get what he needs and what he wants in this situation but they're showing you a lot of um basically situations that a, a mixed person has to go with and it, it doesn't necessarily have to be just black and white but it's just like yeah like the yeah, the two sides that you're always juggling, um, and uh, sometimes the struggle in identity from that. So, um, there is a some other things that like there's a tri- like a tribunal like that audition with like the two other dudes. Uh, yeah, and it was just like, like you're like some, doing a quiz. Some yeah, some it was like a quiz, but some were like you know. Uh, super generic stuff and other stuff was like what can you like, more something that mixes with Hennessy or something like that. <laughs> yeah name six things that mix with Hennessy and then uh, what was it uh, there was like a chicken one like how long should chicken be sitting out or cooked for or whatever like yeah so there was like a lot, uh, some like stereotypical ones and then there was other ones that like yeah um, maybe a little specific to a household or whatnot but um, yeah they were just going through a ton of questions yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, I, uh, there is also, I, so, uh, uh, like, what I, I don't even know his name, but the the main guy, he, his girlfriend got accepted to the college that uh, he wanted to go to. They're yeah. they're all going. Uh, his friends are going to that college. His dad didn't want to fill out the student loan forms or whatever, and yeah. he doesn't have the money. So, yeah, that's what what makes him. Uh, I guess audition or whatever and he's not black enough so he's not getting yeah, money yeah. so he's not going uh and there's like that part where uh i guess his, his girlfriend breaks up with him after like he noticed that like some black dude like her picture or something yeah, like some, that yeah some some sports dude or whatever yeah some buff <laughs> athlete guy yeah <laughs> and so um yeah yeah basically he loses his girlfriend and then um he's frustrated from that and then we get a scene where it looks like, which is kind of, um, I was getting a little worried, especially with the stuff that happened uh, the last couple of days. So, um, yeah, you get the scene where the, the kid is now angry and he goes into like uh, a back room and he's like putting stuff together and whatnot. Yeah, and I was yeah. just like, all I could think of was an act, active shooter scene. But um, yeah. it ended up being for the show. It's, um, he has a, he builds a flamethrower. Because um, he uses that as a main weapon from a video game he plays, and yeah, he wants yeah. to burn burn down the school. So, yeah, and he ends up meeting another guy, an African guy, yeah. Yeah. who did who also built a flamethrower and also got rejected because yeah. <laughs> he's not black yeah. enough. Yeah. So they go on like a, I guess, fucking flamethrower fight. Yeah, and the the African guy ends up getting shot, and. Yes. Uh, Getting shot by the, the cops is one of yeah, the most blackest the, things you can do. <laughs> yeah. So the the school guy that, uh, that it's named after shows up and hands him his tuition money yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that, while um, the main character is in the back of a police car uh, and he yeah. sees all this. Yeah. So. 
Um, so then after that, we see uh, the main dude. He's got a fade. He's yeah, got yeah. A, he's got year, a little chain. One year, one year later, he's got a fade. Yeah. He's got a chain. He's working at like uh, electronics store or whatever, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. And then uh, his uh, his old girlfriend shows up, and uh, she sees him. Uh, he he puts her on hold because he's still dealing with the customer while trying to get the customer's number. And then yeah. he finally talks to his ex, and um, yeah, he's just kind of chill. And then he tries to uh, chill talking to her, and then he tries to pick her up at the end. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. So, what did you think about this episode? Um, I thought it was just okay. For me, it was just um, the interesting parts were just. Um, as he started to navigate um, the situation, and then he was picking, um, yeah, picking picking color based on the situation and what was going to benefit him. So yeah, um, I, I it wasn't a bad episode, right? Uh, there was some funny parts that I like I really liked, but um, just like looking online and. And uh, like looking at some reviews, this this is the episode where, like, in the past the other episodes, like, you could people just want to see the main guys. This mm-hmm. is where I see frustration, conversation, yeah, frustration, and like, this is where people are starting to turn on on the season, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not all, but I've seen. A lot of it online. Uh, again, I, I didn't mind this episode. It was fine. It was it was pretty good, but not one of my favorites, though. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other thoughts on this episode? No, I'm okay. I guess we could move on to the finale. Was it uh, Terrari? Yeah. Well, I, yeah, Terrari, or I have also seen it called Episode Ten. So that's okay. really weird. <laughs> so the description for this, yo, Terrari was a real person. Wild. They gotta stop biting these better shows, though. Written by Stephanie Robinson, directed by Donald Glover. So another episode directed by Donald Glover. And this is where we see Van and where she's been this whole time. <laughs> yeah. And it's all about Van. Yeah, pretty much. Like I yeah. end up, um, I end up pausing it. I can't remember how much was left, but I know it was more than two thirds that the episode was done. But yeah, I ended up pausing it just to see like how much time was left because I was like, hey, this is like I don't mind. I didn't mind it. It was still enjoyable. Yeah. But I was just like, oh, it's gonna be all van for like the finale. So it was just like, okay. Yeah. 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 So. Um. Okay, so let's just go through the episode. It's uh, it starts with a girl named Candice. Uh, she brings out mm-hmm. like a couple of friends. Um, she's yeah. actually there to pee on a guy, I guess, yeah. and she's getting paid to do it. Six Which G's, is, is, six yeah. G's to get the job done. Hey, so. that's fine. <laughs> that's that's six G's is a lot to some people, you know. Yeah, yeah uh, six G's and the flight out there. <laughs> yeah, who wouldn't take that? <laughs> I don't know, but anyways, uh, so while they're out there, uh, Candace, I guess, and I, I believe Candace has been on the show before in the past seasons. Maybe the Drake mm-hmm. episode when they go to his house. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I think so. But yeah, when I saw her, it didn't it didn't look unfamiliar or anything. So, but Candace though, mm. 
<laughs> anyways, <laughs> anyway, so they're out. They're talking about what they're there to do. Um, Candace spots Van, uh, and she's in a wig. Uh, yeah. and apparently that wig is a reference to the film Amelie. Have you heard of that movie no, or seen that movie? No, neither have I. Like I heard about it, I I never seen it. I I, I think it won one of the uh, Oscars or something for movie of the year or whatever. Um, so Van is trying to like, does she immediately like deny it's her or wh- what happened? Yeah. You, you watched it most, most recently, so yeah, she um, Candace is like Van, and she's interacting. She was finishing an interaction, buying something at uh, some small market or whatever. Yeah. yeah, something like that, and so um. She doesn't want to acknowledge, and she's still speaking with an accent. And um, she kind of fumbles and finishes her interaction there. And then she kind of wants to, like, storm out. And uh, Candace is still talking to her. And so um, Candace ends up just kind of tagging along, and um, they're talking. But um, Van is controlling the situation enough that... And she won't leave the group that now they have. Um, so Candace can't talk to Van in person and find out exactly what's going on. Yeah. So she's um, weird. Yeah, she's being weird. And so Candace is being polite and not saying that in front of her friends. And so, yeah, um, yeah Van is saying that she's got a few things to do. Um, it'll be fun. And that's what ropes in the other friends. They just came as extras. So they want to have fun. So they're, they're, they're into it. And then they go on a little adventure and it seems to be going fairly well at first. Like I can't remember what they did on the first stop, but it was just like, so they're kind of like first stop. What, yeah. Go ahead. Is I believe it's the hotel and, uh, she meets motherfucking Alexander Skarsgård. Skarsgård. <laughs> uh, who I just recently watched in a white ass movie called The Northman. Have you heard of that movie? No, well, uh, I've seen shit. the title. Yeah, I've seen I'm the sure title, sure but I haven't it. watched it. But. Good movie though. Good movie, but it's super white, super super white. Um, and he plays a Viking, but yeah, he plays a version of himself who's like he wants to get naked, <laughs> like uh, <laughs> yeah. And the other girls are down, right? They're down. Anyway. Yeah, they 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 seem a little reluctant, but they didn't say no. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah, were just yeah. like, uh, "This is kind of weird. We're just we just got here." Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So they yeah, because yeah, when um when Van stepped back out and she came back out of the room, they had like they weren't naked, but they like had taken off their jackets. They they yeah, had yeah. got more comfortable at least. Yeah, and yeah. he's and he's in his like uh, speedo basically. Yeah. <laughs> And like, uh, so for some reason, Van is planting all these drugs, like yeah, uh, meth or something like that. And meth and, uh, yeah. yeah, all sorts of stuff all over the apartment. And then she keeps and, telling Candace it's like a little game that she plays with him all the time. Yeah, and, and then she yeah. ends up like reporting her him to the front desk or something like that. Front desk, police, and paparazzi end up coming, obviously, because yeah. it's a, yeah, it's yeah. a star, right? So. Um, yeah, it, yeah, I don't know if that's when he says it, but he's like, at some point in the episode, he's like, "I'll never get the Baby Shark movie or something like that." Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, that's that's a little bit later. That's when, oh yeah, uh, when they meet up later. He, yeah, yeah, when they meet up later. But uh, yeah, he's uh, frustrated because uh, that's what he was going to lose out on. 
So, um, but basically, after she the the group leaves there, uh, Van is making a couple more stops, and Candace is getting a little more worried, and um, they keep asking if the the deals that they're or the the trips that they're making have to do with drugs, and they're not sure at first. And uh, Van's not saying anything; she's very quiet at that point. Um, they she has that piece a, of bread on her back yeah, the whole she, time she's got, she's got a baguette and the two friends keep talking about the baguette because they noticed yeah, it yeah. and how she hasn't touched it or whatnot yeah, um yeah. basically she gets to like a sort of like a motorcycle with um a storage thing at the back and um she looks in there and there's a cooler and the cooler's empty yeah. um so they go in search of uh the person i guess she made the deal with um they don't the rest of the group doesn't know but ben that's her mission she finds the guy and they're talking at the museum. Uh, he says that he has the package for someone else. And that's when we see Van take out the baguette uh, for the first Fox time. She, right. Yeah. Uh, she basically is talking, talking down slowly uh, to him, letting him know that the baguette's been sitting for like six months. So like, imagine how hard that is. And then, yeah, she proceeds to beat the crap out of him. And then uh, because yeah. of that, she gets the package that she wants. And then they head to a restaurant. So, uh, <laughs> is a cooler full of hands? Is that what it yes. is? Yes, <laughs> it was a cooler full of hands that Dan was picking up because, uh, as we found out a little bit later, the hands were being prepared for the meal, and yeah. the people, the people uh, at this special dinner, um, eat the meal, but they are covered with like uh, a, na- a napkin, but not a napkin, but some uh, yeah, yeah. Source, some sort of blindfold, basically. Uh, yeah, covering yeah. their head so they they don't see what they're eating and that's how everyone eats um during this process the two friends that had come along with candace they were eating the food they were at this table and uh one of them removes her uh, her covering and <laughs> realizes it's a, it's a hand <laughs> yeah like, what the fuck <laughs> yeah uh so they, they, they those 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 two proceed to leave and then you get uh scars guard showing up saying that yeah. uh He's, he's ready to dig in some pretty little hands. <laughs> he's, ready, he's ready to eat. Those hands, though, look like they're fried to perfection, though. You know? <laughs> like, you know, French yeah. cooks, they're probably, like, really good, though. Um, <laughs> or whatever, yeah. whatever country they're in. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was not appetizing knowing that it's a hand and all that other stuff, <laughs> but then it's just, like, the way it was crusted over. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. If yeah. if you remove the rest of the digits and it was just like a piece, like the, yeah, yeah. the palm That's and other good. stuff, yeah, people wouldn't notice and you'd just, you'd start digging in because it looked good. <laughs> in that, you way. remember that episode? It reminds me of that episode of The Simpsons when Mo turns the tavern into like a restaurant and he's just like deep frying everything. Deep fries like, everything. Like, yeah, like the bottles. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay, okay. So at the yeah. same time, this is happening. Van and Candice are having like a. I guess we, sort of like a heart to heart, and yeah. Van like completely breaks down, doesn't yeah, know what she's she, doing. She breaks down when she gets uh, when Candace finally asked her about Lilani, the daughter. Lottie, yeah, or yeah. Lottie, Lottie, sorry, and uh, she had no answer, um, and so that's yeah. when she that's when she broke. Oh, so, Screaming. what was your takeaway from this episode? Why was uh, Van just like tripping like that? Like, why was she uh, like? out there like what what caused her to 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 be like that uh she pretty much explained it uh, towards the end when she was talking to candace on the bench she just um 
um, she was already lost and kind of um, in a haze for a while. And then it was that situation where she was driving and she had um, closed her eyes and she had uh, she had swerved to the other side of the road. She basically it was it's, without saying it, it seemed like she had thought about committing suicide basically, and that's what kind of. Yeah. Yeah, um, still bothered her uh, kind of thing because she's like, yeah, I will. I open up my eyes. I realize I'm on the other side of the road. And then next thing I know, I'm dropping off my daughter and I'm saying to my mom that I'm or like I just need a break or whatever, that I'm buying a ticket and I'm going to Paris. So it was just like, yeah, it. she she didn't subconsciously. She didn't realize it was happening and she was just snowballing. And she, that's she yeah, was just doing yeah. whatever she could to survive, and that's all she could think about. But yeah. Um, yeah. within that, it it also leads me to uh, thinking that eventually, I guess she wants to get back with Ern because why would she pick Paris as the place? Yeah, I, I don't know. And also, I think uh, did it did it have something to do with like also Ern and like uh, Al's? I guess Darius to an extent, like their success too, like they're moving forward yeah, she, too, and she's kind of yeah, like she stuck. She, she feels lost. Like she just, yeah, she doesn't know her place. Well, not not her place, but she, yeah, she just doesn't know what to do with herself and find her direction. So she's yeah, because um, like uh, at the beginning of the show, the first episode, even Van and Earn, they're kind of like reversed now. Their roles are reversed. Like Earn was like, I'm not saying that she's poor or anything, but like. Uh, Ern is in a better position than her now, right? Um. So, as what did you think of the episode? Did you like it or? Um, I thought it could have been better, and then, um, I guess it left too many openings for me because, um, yeah, we don't. You barely see Darius at the beginning of one of the other uh, previous episodes, and then he's not in this one. So it's like, what happened to him? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's just a few more questions, and it didn't. Uh, Van says she's going home, and Candace says, "Yeah, that's cool." But then, like, is Earn uh, and is Paperboy basically done his tour? Like, even though I mentioned the poster thing, we, uh, that's kind of upcoming. Is it yeah. the tour actually done, or is there still a few more stops? So like. Yeah, where are they actually going to start for the next season kind of thing? Like, it seems too open and almost like they, in a sense, they were unsure of what they were going to do. And so that's what led to the episode being a little lackluster. Did you see the after credit scene? I did not. I did not. Oh, okay. So it's uh, some dude is bringing a a bag. Uh, I guess he's from the airline or whatever. Um, and he's bringing it to earn uh, at his, mm-hmm. I guess, condo or whatever now. Okay. Uh, and he's like, the guy's like, uh, this is not my bag. And he's like, you're Ernest Marks? Like, yeah, you flew on May 8th or whatever. Yeah, it's your bag. So he gives him the bag. He opens it up. It's a bunch, he takes out, out a bunch of shit. And it's the white guy. Uh, the white urn from the first episode and the payback episode. So it's his bag. Okay. And he ends up keeping a a shirt or whatever one of the one of the shirts in the bag. Um, so I guess I guess that means that they're done the tour. They're back home. I don't know. Okay. So I, I guess I'm assuming, but who knows? Maybe that's where uh, maybe season four will start in in Atlanta or wherever they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as uh, this episode, 
I thought it was an okay episode. Um, as a singular episode, like like the storytelling, it's funny, like wacky shit happens, but not as a season finale. I didn't like yeah. it as a season finale. Mm-hmm. I think they could have maybe swapped episode ten and the new jazz episode, maybe. Okay. Right, because at, at the end of New Jazz, right, like we hear that bit about uh, Al owning his masters. You know, that's kind of like somewhat mm-hmm. of a happy, you know, like mm-hmm. some yeah. kind of a uh, uh, conclusion, I guess, to that mm-hmm. arc. But I don't know. It was okay, but I don't know. It's just something about the season. I don't know. What What did you think overall? about season three was it worth the what four-year wait uh not worth the wait i guess just because of um yeah thinking worth the wait i would have expected a majority of the cast for all the season and i didn't expect this different direction but then um yeah so that's what puts it down a peg for me saying it's uh worth the wait but um I like how they tried different stuff and yep. it's yeah. Yeah. Yep. So um yeah, and they still they still found enough uh funny stuff uh within that, trying that new stuff. So uh, Yeah. I mean, imagine like watching new season of Seinfeld and every other episode is some other white dudes, right? Like <laughs> and <laughs> and when you get the episodes with the main cast, you only see like fucking kramer and elaine yeah it's like an episode like like all of them it's just like little pieces of each of them so it's just like uh you never really get back into the true flow of it because you're like yeah you're waiting to see and you're then going through those different stories and you're like and some of some of those uh, standalone you because of season stuff and the way shows are you're expecting some of them to kind of tie in yeah and so that kind of um yeah, and so then now that you finish the season, it's like okay, well, you, sometimes you get used to the pattern and you realize that it's, they're just standalone, and you're like, you're fine with that. But it's like, yeah, with the shorter season, it's yeah, just a little, a little too much yeah. of the the extra stuff. Yeah, 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 but I, yeah, I guess yeah. I, it has to do with you know all everyone in the cast is are superstars now, right? Superstars. So- so it was schedule. some of it was scheduled too, yeah. and then yeah, wanting the creative stuff to try different stuff. So yeah, um, but I think uh, they did film season three and season four back to back. So I think um, season four is going to start later this year in October. I want to say so. At least we don't have to wait fucking four years or whatever it was again. So that's at least that's a good thing and uh, wrap up the story, I guess. Um, any predictions for season four, Atlanta? Uh, I guess the other one is, uh, which I kind of said earlier, was um, um, something about Van in uh, Paris. So I, I expect Van and Earn to get back together, um, even if it's just yeah. briefly. But yeah, at some point, mm-hmm. um, I'll say. Think it's back in the state side or what? Yeah, I'll be stateside back in Atlanta. And I guess the outrageous part is uh, Van comes back and she ends up with Darius, I guess. Ooh, interesting. Interesting, interesting. Um, yeah, hopefully they're back in Atlanta. Are we going to see more of those, I guess, 
uh, anthology episodes or whatever they are, step out episodes? Um, hmm, considering they possibly, uh, you know, filmed all of it back to back, um, I'll say we'll get another two episodes like that at least. Oh man, I don't know if I can take that, man. I'll watch it regardless, but yeah. I don't know. I just want to see them all together, you know, right? Mm-hmm. That whatever. It was an okay season, very, very polarizing, but the stuff that was good was really good, I would say. Yeah. And the stuff that was not so good was still okay. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was all right. Uh, any other thoughts before we wrap it up? No, I think that's about it. Um, so yeah, for, for anyway, power. So, um, so I think this is going to be our last episode for a bit. We don't have any shows to review because uh, who knows when power is coming back. Um, we might pop up uh, once in a while with another series if we decide to do one. Um, but yeah, thanks for. Uh, Keeping up with us, tuning in every other week. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Power uh, Finesse, this is Lloyd. This is Kevin. Peace. See ya. Take care.